welcome to this week's episode of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. Let's begin with our first question, which is a very important one that comes from Jack. Over to Jack. Hello, my name is Jack and I am seven years old and I like playing Lego and doing art. And my question is, what purpose were mosquitoes made for? Hi Jack, that is an excellent question and thank you for asking it. To answer it for you, I have Bart, who has studied mosquitoes all over the world. I met him recently when I was a writer in residence and went to the Maldives to make episodes of this podcast at two hotels, Suneva Jani and Suneva Fushi. Bart lives on Suneva Fushi studying mosquitoes and he's worked out clever ways to keep the island free of them so people staying there don't get bitten. Over to Bart. Hi Jack, that's a great question. My name is Dr. Bard and I am a medical entomologist. A medical entomologist studies bugs or insects and especially those that when they bite us may give us diseases like malaria. I'm often asked the question, what is the role of mosquitoes in nature? And I often start with a counter question. So what is the role of a housefly? or a tick, or even head lice in nature. These are merely creatures that make our lives miserable through what they do. And that's why we call them parasites. They benefit from biting us, since we give them blood to make their babies, and we only itch and get disease, so we suffer. Is there no rule then for mosquitoes? Well, there is. When mosquitoes are young, They live in the water as larvae, where they serve as food for fish and amphibians, like frogs. So that's good. They also feed off plants, and in doing so, play a role in the pollination of these plants, which is also good. And other insects, like wasps and dragonflies, are really good hunters, and they catch adult mosquitoes and they eat them. And although you may think so, The role that mosquitoes play as food for bats and swallows is actually very limited. Jack, make sure that you don't get bitten next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Bart, for your wonderful answer and telling us all about mosquitoes and why on earth they're here to bother us. I hope that answers your question, Jack, and thank you for sending it in. Now it's time for our second question, which comes from Alicia. Over to Alicia. Hi, my name is Alicia and I'm eight and and I live in Dubai and my question is how do clouds taste like? Hi Alicia, thank you for your excellent question. Alicia and I met in the Maldives. There were lots of clouds around at the time because it was the rainy season, although we did have lots of sunshine too. I looked up at the clouds and tried to work out what they might taste of. They look like they would taste delicious, don't they? I think they look like they'd taste of marshmallows and be sweet and fluffy. But actually, clouds taste like water. Clouds are made up of tiny water droplets. That's why sometimes it rains from them. If you should go up into the sky and try to eat a cloud, it would feel a bit like standing in thick mist. If you opened your mouth, the mist would go in. 
filling your mouth with tiny droplets of water. If you tasted a cloud that was really high up, it would be filled with cold water. And lower down clouds have warmer water droplets inside. So yeah, high up clouds taste of cold water and lower down clouds taste of warmer water. And thank you for asking me the question. Now it's time for our third and final question, which is about turtles. And it comes from a friend I also met in the Maldives, where he was on holiday from where he lives in Saudi Arabia. Let's hear his question. Hi, my name is Abdul Mahsan, I'm eight years old, and I'm from Saudi Arabia. And I have a question for what sounds do turtles make? Well, thank you so much for sending me such an interesting question. I asked Rosie, the turtle expert at Sanevajani, for the answer to this question, and she said, Turtles are relatively voiceless, so we don't hear much from them at all. The one thing we do hear is when they are breathing, they breathe quite heavily, especially when they're nesting, you might hear a turtle making a big (sighs) sound in and out. I looked into this a bit more and the thing is, turtles don't have vocal cords like we do, but they do make sounds. The way they make sounds is by pushing air out of their lungs. Turtles do hiss when they're afraid. They pop their heads into their shells and this makes a hissing sound as the air is pushed out of their lungs. Turtles also grunt. This noise is shorter than the hissing sound, but is also caused by emptying the lungs. If the turtle allows more air to escape the lungs at once, this makes a grunting sound. If the turtle has a cold, it might make a crying sound as mucus is blocking its airways. A few big-headed turtles make a roaring sound, like a loud hiss when they're disturbed. Baby turtles make chirping sounds if they're stressed, or if the water temperature changes, or even when they're excited. Then there are sounds turtles make that we humans can't hear. Brand new turtle hatchlings use really, really low pitch communication that we can't hear. But they can hear each other and they use this talking, in a way, to synchronise hatching and digging out their nests. This is how come baby turtles all hatch and leave for the ocean at the same time. They've talked to each other in a very low pitched frequency that we can't hear. They also make low frequency sounds when they're mating, which we can't hear either. There's a really interesting type of turtle called the giant Amazon river turtle, and they use sounds to help them find their way around the murky water. They make a low frequency sound and use it to navigate, and this is called echolocation. So there are lots of sounds that turtles make, including hissing and grunting by pushing air out of their lungs, and lots of special turtle sounds in a very low frequency we can't hear. And I just love the way that giant Amazon river turtles use low frequency sound to navigate in the murky waters of the Amazon. I find that so interesting. I hope that answers your question, and thank you so much for sending it in. Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you all a very lovely week. A huge thank you to the wonderful Bart, the mosquito expert at Suneva Fushi, for talking to us about mosquitoes, as well as to our three children for this week's excellent questions. If you have a question you would like answered on everything under the sun, just ask a grown-up to borrow their phone, open a voice recording app, say your name, your age and the country you live in, and ask me your question. 
then email it in to me at molly at everythingunderthesub.co.uk. So get sending. Remember to get yourself a copy of my book, Everything Under the Sun, a curious question for every day of the year. It's filled with all the questions that you children have sent in to me at the podcast, and it's illustrated by 12 excellent artists full of colour and beautiful pictures, and I know you're going to love it. You can get it online or at your nearest bookshop. Have a great week, everyone, filled with lots of fun, watching the clouds and listening out for animal sounds. If anyone hears a turtle breathing, do let me know. Sending lots of sunshine. Thank you and goodbye. A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and Audio Networks for all the lovely incidental music we use this week. <laughs>